Welcome to The Gathering Place with Blessed Is She. I'm Jenna Gizar. And I'm Beth Davis. Pull up a chair and grab a drink. Or you could just keep doing what you're doing. Pull up a chair in your heart. (laughs) Come chat with us about Jesus, prayer, community, and life. So let's get started. Hey, Beth. Oh, hi, Jenna. How are you? Woo, surprised. You caught me by surprise. (laughs) We've been sitting here for 22 minutes (laughs) discussing our podcast, and you're surprised. I'm surprised you were like ready to go. Like, woo, here we go. Speaking of being surprised, (laughs) I was talking to this friend of mine the other day, and she's going through some like crazy stuff right now. Mm. You know, not life and death, but um, stressful. So she's telling me this stuff, and I'm like, there's no way to figure that out. You know, there's like, Mm. she's trying all these different things and this could work and this is like a possibility. And I just said, hey, can I just pray with you really quick? Let's just ask the Lord about it. And she's not practicing. So it kind of caught her off guard, but she knows me. So she was like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm open to that. (laughs) So I just prayed and I'm like, you know, just being with the Lord with her, which was so cool. And then when I saw her, like, a day and a half later, literally at the end of our time together, she was walking in the house and she said, hey, it really helped. Jesus really did take care of it. Thanks for that. Isn't that so cool? So cool. I'm not normally that bold because I know kind of where she's at with the Lord and I don't want to make people uncomfortable, but it was just the Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah. There was, like, immediate fruit, which I think is so cool. So many of the things we do— in friendship, in prayer, we don't see fruit right away. Yeah. It's always a nice surprise, if you will. Yeah. He's kind of disarming the Lord. Totally. Which is so cool. Yeah. He does to us what you did for your friend. Yes. Yeah. I go in with an agenda in prayer, a thing I'm upset about, and he's like, you look really beautiful today. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Yeah. He kind of like jukes you almost. Yeah. I just think it's so cool when we have those moments with friends, especially when it's surprising like that. You don't sound like you are very nervous, but I do get a little bit nervous when I'm trying to process as they're talking. Like, Lord, should I bring you up right now? Even with like faithful friends. (laughs) Totally. It just feels awkward sometimes when you've not established a foundation of that, you know? Yeah. You and I talk about this a lot. You can have like church friends But you're more like sharing intentions rather than like going to that deeper level of asking about the heart. Like instead of how can I pray for you, asking something like, what's the Lord doing in your life? Yeah. We just had a writer call last night with the Blessed Ishii team. And that was so cool Mm -hmm. to just ask the writers, hey, what's going on in your prayer life right now? What's the Lord doing in your heart right now? Yeah. And that compared to how can I pray for you? It's just different verbiage. I think that question is disarming. Yeah. Because if you ask people, like, how's prayer, they'll tell you when and how they pray. Yeah. My rosary is good. Yeah. I pray rosary every day. Yeah. And I have a weekly holy hour. And, you know, mass is insane with the kids. And, but, you know, the Lord, the Lord is good. The Lord is faithful. And you're like, okay. Yeah. But if you say, are you feeling connected to God in prayer? What's he doing in your heart? What do you sense that he's up to? You do need the language for it, I think. Yeah. You know, it makes me think of Father John Muir last week, where he said you could just go up to your pastor and say, hey, what's the Lord doing? That would be very disarming for my pastor. Oh, yeah. He's like, you would have to have a relationship, etc. 
It would have to be a good time. I mean, he did totally. give some disclaimers. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, it would be surprising. You need an answer too, which is always kind of nice. If I'm like getting on Teachable Tuesday with you for mm-hmm. q and I'm thinking to myself, I better be praying because I can't just be getting on there, making up some stuff. Amen. I have to actually have a relationship with the Lord. Absolutely. Because this needs to stand on some integrity. I can't teach if I'm not reading no. the word. If I'm not praying every single day, I mean like really praying. Right. Like if I'm not in relationship with the Lord, he doesn't even have the time to do what he wants to do. I mean, my one weekly holy hour isn't enough. I hear you. Especially when Rosary Club gets started. (laughs) And I just want to be there a little bit longer. Do you want to tell the people about Rosary Club? But they're starting Rosary Club in the Adoration Chapel. (laughs) Do you guys have this? Do you have a Rosary Club? Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear. Do you join in or do you pull a Jenna? And leave. I would love to know that. To <laughs> Rosary say. Club is disarming. <laughs> Maybe it's the Lord trying to surprise me and I said invite that. me into Rosary Club. I know Did Beth, I not? Beth texted me after I left and she said, Maybe the Lord wants to invite you to do the Rosary. You do pray the Rosary, so it's fine. Not in the adoration. You don't temple. need to pray the Rosary in the Holy Hour. I could. Everyone could Can use more rosaries. Can you hear? We can't even make peace with this. How's your 54-day novena? Speaking I'm praying, a, I'm praying a 54-day You rosary could join Rosary Club. Right you can find a rosary club near you. <laughs> we should start a new page on the website. Find a rosary club near you. That's actually kind of cool. This joke is going to become like a part of the worldwide conversion of hearts to Jesus through Mary. Genuinely, Jenna and I love the rosary club so much, and we giggle about it, that we're making stickers. I wonder what Jesus would think about Rosary Club. He loves it. He loves it. I know. Anyway, point being, (laughs) so many people are craving depth and connection and community, but you can't get there if your life is lived on the surface. Right. If you're not spending time going deeper in the word, in God's presence, if you're not being steeped in the sacraments. We were having a conversation yesterday, and you were like, what should I do about this? And I said, well, what did the Lord say? And you had an answer. I did. All of my prayer lately, which feels really new and exciting. Because it's an adventure on a yacht. I don't know about the yacht part, but the Lord and I are on an adventure right now. (laughs) I was listening to this podcast that said, you want to go on an adventure with people or a person who's like done it before. Right? Like, wow, you don't want to get yeah. on a yacht with someone and they're like, I've never done this before. Never driven one of these before. Do you drive a yacht? I think so. Anyway, he was relating it to the Lord. Like, the Lord has done this. Gosh. You're getting good. on an adventure with someone who's done it. Yeah, he knows where he's going. Yeah. I've been so energized by this like newness that I'm experiencing in prayer. But when I think about it, it's not really new. Mm. It's more like the Lord is deepening graces and themes that he's been working on for a long time. Cool. So I think he initially communicates something that he wants to do, to say, and then a lot of prayer is us just integrating that, receiving it, believing it, starting to live it. Then he confirms it in scripture in multiple places. Then you see it come up in your own life. And I think that's where the adventure comes in, actually. That when you start to see God's activity in your daily life, you start to see him at work in your normal everyday circumstances. That gets really exciting. And then you have something to talk about. And I find a lot of times my conversations with friends, they're sharing things 
And there's a very human, compassionate part of me that wants to help them figure something out. Well, have you tried this? Have you read this? And to pause and to wait and to listen to the Holy Spirit in that conversation, oftentimes he's doing something totally different. Yeah. He's not going to answer that question because he's working on this thing over here, which is actually the better thing. There's grace to do it right now. And eventually that will get you ready for the thing that you think you need right now. So true. Right? Yes. But I think we have to ask the questions. Yeah. Just keep bringing people back to the Lord. Yes. So what Father Dan does for me, every time I ask him something, what do you think about this? Or what should I think about this? What does Jesus say when you ask him? I don't know, Father. I haven't asked him. (laughs) Right. And he's done with me sitting right there. He'll say, why don't you ask him right now? Yeah. He'll sit with me in it, which is extremely vulnerable. I am sitting with Father looking at the Lord, and he says something to me, and it's just profound, you know? Mm. But I think we can do that. We can replicate that kind of an experience with people by simply saying, could we just pray right now? Right. It's so subtle, right? Right. Especially if you ask, what's the Lord doing in that? Or mm-hmm. what did Jesus say when you asked him? You and I have adopted that language. What did the Lord say? And if they say, I don't know, I haven't really asked him. Or when I pray, I'm like so overwhelmed. Well, can we pray together right now? That sounds terrifying. For everyone that it sounds terrifying to I'm with you. Well, to your point, the Holy Spirit changes everything. Agreed. So I think there is a stepping out that feels initially very scary. Yes. But the more positive experiences you have of asking people about the Lord or of asking people you can pray with them, you get better. It's like your hearing sharpens. Yeah. Your boldness becomes bolder, you know? Yes, for sure. I think it is hard to be a friend like that. But for the people in my life, specifically one person in my life who did that for me, it literally changed my life. Yeah. You know, I've shared before that Mike and I had been going through a really hard time in our marriage. He had an anxiety disorder. I basically was checked out in all the ways to be checked out. I was like not in a good place at all with our marriage, ready to be done. All the things you shouldn't think as a Catholic wife. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I had a friend call me, Kim, and just ask how we were doing. And I was honest with her, which I think is key too. I said, we're not doing well. This isn't good. I'm hopeless. Mike's sick. Like, it's just not good. And right then and there, she prayed for me. Like, she just said, okay, I'm going to pray on the phone over you guys right now. And I remember I was in the garage in front of my house And like we're talking about, as we're saying a bajillion times, it was disarming. Like no one had ever done that for me before. She just randomly started praying over me on the phone. Yeah. And I remember I was just like weeping. I think I had muted myself because I was just sobbing as she was praying over me. And I ran into the house and I was, it was still muted, but Mike was there and I was pointing at my phone. I was like, Kim's on the phone. Like she's praying over us. And so I set the phone down and we both just sat there and listened to Kim pray over us. And she just unleashed the Holy Spirit into our home that day and into our marriage, just praying hope over us, just praying 
union and reminding us that the devil wanted nothing more than our marriage to be destroyed and us to not be together and us to not be a strong husband and wife. I don't know. She like prayed for all of these things to be restored in our marriage, not only, but in our hearts too. And it was like there are all these pieces of me that were on the floor that were finally being put back together. It was just because a friend stepped out and said, I'm going to pray for you right now. Like not later, not when I go to the chapel. I'm just going to pray over you right now. My life changed. My marriage changed. My heart changed. Everything in my life changed because one person said, I'm going to pray for you right now. I have no words for it. She did. She breathed hope. Yes. Over like the dry bones. Yes. Of your marriage and your life. Yep. And that's what we can do for each other. Yeah. I think we forget that we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of us. And people going through desperate things need someone else to speak hope over them. Yeah. They might have hope, but that flame has gone down, if not gone out. It's so hard to pray for yourself. And what a gift it is when someone else can come in and do it for you, like revive your hope for you. Right. I'm sure it seemed like such a simple thing to her. I think it was like taking a walk, you know, like she has a prayer life. She knows the Lord. She's in relationship with him. She's used to stepping out in boldness. It seems so bold to me. Like, can I really do that? But she was doing it. It's just a lifestyle. Yeah. It had become a lifestyle for her. Right. It might have been a risk for her in the past, but she got so used to being connected to the Holy Spirit and just in love listening to people. I don't want to get away from this point because as profound an impact as that conversation and Kim's prayer had on your life, Kim is not special. Kim has the same Holy Spirit living in her that, that we have living in us. She didn't go to a class on how to pray over friends <laughs> or how to initiate, you know, spiritual conversations. I don't know of any book that she read, you know, that caused her to step out like that. It's simply the Holy Spirit who qualifies us to be that friend. Well, and it's seeing it modeled too. Oh, sure. Like, wow, I can pray with other people like that. It wasn't Kim that changed my life. The Lord changed my life through Kim. Mm -hmm. He's going to move in me. He's going to move in you. However he wants, if we only allow him, if we only like step out and say, can I pray with you? I love our podcast because you and I are having these conversations, but there's always this third person with us, our listeners. And I feel today in a special way, like you're with us. And if you were sitting right here with Jenna and I having this conversation, I would tell you that you can do it, that you don't have to read a book or go to a class. You're not unqualified to pray with people. You just have to try. You just have to offer. Yeah. In Ireland, when I shared this testimony, this one woman came out to me after I shared that story and she said, will you be my Kim? And we just prayed together. Wow. I always feel a little funny sharing anything about faith, there's always a little part of me that is thinking, how can I communicate this incredible thing that the Lord has done for Mm. me so that people understand it's for them too? 
Like, I'm not special. You're not special. It's the Holy Spirit is special. Right. We want a friend who will do that for us. Mm -hmm. But our friends want us to do that for them, too. It's a both and. Right. I so badly want people to know that this is for them. Well, that's why I think it's important to realize you don't need a book. But I think in some ways you do need to see modeling. That's the whole, that's the incarnation. We didn't know how to live. No. The Jewish people didn't know how to live from the Torah. They needed for God to become man and show them how to live, teach them how to love, show them the Father. I just think it's such a beautiful ripple effect that the Lord can take one 10-minute prayer from Kim. My life has changed. That one conversation, that one prayer revived hope into your heart, revived your marriage, lit and launched your ministry, the next chapter of your life unfolded. I mean, the fruit, it ripples out to all the generations. It reminds me of what one of our writers mentioned last night. She had done uh, the Gospel of Mark with us for BISVBS last month. And she had said one of the common threads or themes that she just kept coming back to as she was reading the Gospel of Mark was that we can give our little and God does a lot with it from the feeding of 5,000 story. We can just give a little bit. And he'll do a lot with it, but we just have to surrender a little bit. If you feel like, and I'm talking to myself, oh, this is a little bit scary to say, can I pray with you? Or even to say, how's your prayer going? It's a new kind of level in a relationship. He's going to do a lot with your little. Jenna, there's something to that. I just want to agree in the Holy Spirit that I think this is more than a suggestion. I want to call this podcast homework. Woo, girl. Yeah. If you're listening right now, I want you to try this week in a conversation with a friend to either ask, how are you doing with the Lord? What's going on in your prayer? Or to ask to pray together. How do you feel about podcast homework? It's not going to be a thing, but I kind of like it. Is this another poll? Well, the poll could be, Which one are you going to do this week? Ooh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Are you going to ask a friend how they're doing with the Lord? Or are you going to pray with someone? Sometimes the one falls into the other. How are you doing with the Lord? And then you're like, can we pray about that? Yeah, two birds, guys. Wow. Yeah. Extra credit if you do them both. Extra (laughs) credit. We will give you a discount on your Rosary Club sticker. We want to hear about it. Please let us know how those conversations go and how it is praying with people, even if it's hard, even if it's a little awkward, even if it's more quiet than you want it to be. We're so proud of you already. (laughs) (laughs) Beth, would you mind closing us in prayer? Not at all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Come Holy Spirit. Father, I ask you to stir up within us your Holy Spirit. I thank you for the gift of your presence and your peace. I thank you for the spiritual gift of courage. I ask you to increase that gift in our lives, Lord, that we would be Kim, that we'd be that friend, and that we too could ask people to be Kim for us, that we can ask people to pray with them and ask people when we need prayer, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you would surprise us with your love. Surprise us in friendship. Surprise us in prayer. 
Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm so excited to see these poll results. Me too. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for hanging with us. Beth, thanks for the chat. Always. Can't wait to see our surprise for the day. Ooh, buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get that yacht ready. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for gathering with us here on the Blessed Is She podcast. Send over all your questions using the Anchor app. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us at blessedishe.net slash community and join us on all your favorite social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I love Twitter. Until next time. <laughs>